Garland of Visions, Maya Darshana, verse number 7. That by which this world that forms the objects of the senses emanates specifically from the Atma that is Chit in content is indeed the Apara. In essence, it is nothing but the gross ideation of individuated self. Maya was stated earlier, 3.8, as the original cause of the appearance of the world. Their world appearance being of countless facets, it is practically impossible to say exactly how extensive the effects of Maya are. Such effects in general are referred to in Vedanta as Maya Karyas. And what this present chapter does is simply pinpoint some such specifiable effects of Maya. Knowing the real as real and knowing the unreal as real, both are caused by Maya. And both are functions that take place in one and the same consciousness in order to quench the thirst for knowledge. As is the function of mental faculties an effect of Maya, so too the appearance of the external objects is an effect of Maya. The objective world is inclusive of both subtle elements and gross elements, as was stated earlier in verse 2.1. The subtle elements comprise mind, intellect, the five pranas, the sense organs and the like, and the aspect of Maya, which makes these subtle elements emerge in Chidatma, was called Para. The very same Chidatma has inherent in it the mysterious power to emanate the gross elements that form the external objective world, and this power of Maya is termed here Apara. The elements that emanate because of the Apara Maya serve as objects for the elements emerged because of the Para Maya. One and the same Chidatma, in other words, gives rise to both the subjective aspect and the objective aspect of a knowledge situation. In short, both the mental and physical aspects of existence have one substance alone underlying their being, and that substance is called Chidatma here, is none other than Atma or Brahman. This peculiarity of being the homogeneous substance underlying the being of both the mental and the physical worlds makes Brahman the Samana Adhikarana, the common basis of everything. The realms of mind and matter apparently are opposite in nature. How do these two get into contact with each other, resulting in what we experience as sense perception? This question has always been tormenting the minds of scientists and thinkers alike, ever since the beginning of the history of thought. Vedanta answers it clearly. It is one chit or chidatma, becoming conditioned because of its own maya, that manifests itself both as mind and matter, both as subject and object, the one subtly and the other grossly. Maya causes the superimposition of certain conditioning factors and as a result, the one reality appears as two. These conditioning factors taken away, what remains would be the one homogeneous substance or Chidatma alone. An urge for realizing this oneness is there in all the conditioned appearances. A sense organ or mind getting into contact with its object simply means each side foregoing the conditioning factors that make them appear separate and realizing their intrinsic oneness.
Oblivious of this truth, we mistake the urge as the sense organs thirst for pleasure. How does the Chidatma, in essence, pure and unconditioned consciousness, assume the form of the gross world that includes everything from mere inert objects like stone and soil to living beings? This may sound impossible. Really, nothing that happens because of maya is understandable to our reasoning mind. The very mind being an effect of maya. How the one maya functions as vidya, avidya, para, apara and many such, therefore, is not conceivable logically. The only explanation possible is that everything happens so in atma because of its own willing or ideation. The willing that causes the emergence of the gross world is termed here sthula sankalpana, gross ideation. Where does it take place? In the one chidatma or atma. In other words, the gross ideation that takes place in atma is what appears as the gross world. For this reason, this aspect of maya is described by the guru here as adhyatma sthula sankalpana mayi. In essence, nothing but gross ideation of the individuated self and it is none other than the apara maya.